You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe Podcast. Your contact's code names are Luke. They did a massive test, thousands and thousands of workers. They did a four-day work week and realized that, uh, yeah, our entire fucking system of labor is completely arbitrary. Mike. You can fly here. That's what it takes. You cannot go through the land borders. But for some reason, you could fly in a tube full of people and come over here. What the fuck? And Scott. Oh, dude, I've spent the last two years of my life, like, ripping whiskey and chicken sandwiches and waking up whenever the fuck I want to. Now I got to get <laughs> up on Monday Monday morning at 6.45. Back for more, are you? Well, hey, it's glad to be associated with you on a podcast. Michael Govier, Luke, John Scott here, live, uncensored, raw. It's uncut. That's right. We tell it like it is. We're not like the media. We're not like those folks over at MSNBC. This is the no spin zone. Yeah. What do you think of that, Luke? I, I think it's funny that you said MSNBC. Is there is there M- a, is there a Ben over there that's MSNBC? Yeah, Ben from uh, Growing Pains. He took over at MSNBC <laughs> now. He's a Ben. Uh, ben. Ben. Uh, yeah. So here we are. We're doing our last show of the year, I think, because we'll be off next week. So this is it. This is the mm-hmm. 2021 year in review show from Is It Safe? We didn't really plan to do it like that, but hey, if something comes to mind that you remember this year, we did. Uh, this is our 45th episode, so we, yeah, you know, we almost knocked out a whole year's worth of episodes, and uh, almost got to 50. I really wanted to do 50, but hey, we'll do it in 2022. Hey. Something to look yeah. forward to. We'll and, uh, some, wanna, we're gonna yeah. throw in some bonus episodes. We got to. We have to do that. Well, we need well, to get to 100. We need to get to 100 by this time next year, and we also 100 listeners. That would be cool too. If we ever get our shit together, then I will absolutely agree with that. However, uh, I wanted to welcome new listener uh, Brian. Brian's a friend of ours. You know Brian. He's uh, just found the Is a Safe podcast yesterday when I was annoying everybody because Spotify now has a rating system to rival Apple's reviews. After all this time, we finally have competition in the review space for the first time ever. We're not going to have to solely rely on the Apple review system, which basically drives all podcast opportunities for everyone. So this is a big deal. So if you go to Spotify, you listen to us on there, there's a little thing that says rating five star or no rating you click on it and if you're following us too that makes it easier you should be able to rate us five stars on spotify just right under the description of our show on that page that's fantastic we're talking about madison that's the one he uh yeah he really listen to our this is how poor we are like friends of ours that we know pretty well they have no idea that the show existed and he's like oh shit i love this show he said he got a good laugh out of last week's episode (laughs) <laughs> when we had the debate about the uh, emojis, so okay, good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm think, glad someone's getting a laugh out of it. I think his quote was uh, that was very serious for me, and I did not laugh one bit. No, you didn't. But he says he loves Luke's rants. He made that clear too. Also, so you got support. He's, just being, he's being nice. No, he's not. Uh, he told me the truth, and he says he likes your rants because you share your opinions openly and honestly. Yeah, they are open and honest. Well, you don't need to say they are not rants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll never be the king of rant, yeah. Scott. That's uh we'd leave that to Luke. But either way, thanks, no. Brian, for following the show and everybody else. You know, you can rate us on Apple Pod still, but you can also rate us on Spotify if that's your thing. And then if you don't listen to either one of those, then hey, whatever. I guess you can't rate us. But uh if we're gonna grow the show in twenty twenty two, it'd be wonderful to get some more reviews and ratings. Five stars would help us. We're not here to kiss your ass. We're just here to try to, I don't know, make the show worthwhile. You are shit. Hit the but, bricks, yeah, pal, and beat it because you are going out. It's just a, it's a little, what do they call it? Closet cleaning or something? You know? I think so. Yeah. It's a little, what the hell do they call it? <laughs> cleaning little, house? Little spring cleaning? Little, little handmade work. Housekeeping. Spring cleaning. Yeah, a little housekeeping. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we just did our housekeeping. Good job. Yeah, I used, during the housekeeping, I used to play a Mr. Belvedere theme song on my Palazzo podcast. I thought it was apropos because he was... We argued about this a lot. Was Mr. Belvedere a housekeeper, a house manager, a butler? Mm, butler I mean, they're a middle-class yeah. family. They're not a rich family. They're just like white, yeah. middle suburban yeah. class. 
No, I think Mr. Belvedere in a parallel universe is John Candy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and he just lives in the house now. I think that's it. I think that's who he is. Wow, just, I didn't think about that. I don't know. It just seems right to me. It seems like if John Candy had just ended up in that house with Steve Martin, he would just yeah. live there and probably help out because he felt bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree I, with I, that entirely. <laughs> I think Belvedere yeah. was dignified with the the butler tag, but it's it's debatable. But I'd call him a butler. Second deck. You know, see, do, yeah, butlers, do, butlers get involved, do butlers get involved in your life the way uh, Belvedere did? Well, he did. Do, special. Do well, that's the thing. Is he a butler? Because if he's a butler, then that's like a that's like a labor class. That's like a that's a specific job that people do, and they have specific parameters. I don't know. I don't know anything about butlers. Not like I ever had one. Is there a union for butlers? (laughs) I think butlers can can cross lines like that. Affable butlers. The affable affable butler. The affable butler. All right. That would be a good title for his show, actually. He was the affable butler for sure. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yes, he was. They should do a spinoff called The Affable Butler, and it would be uh, Belvedere like 40 years later. But if you Googled, like, Butler's Union, would you think to find a Butler's <laughs> Union somewhere? Actually, maybe. Maybe. Is there? Did you just look it up? Is that why you're asking? No, me? I haven't done it yet. I, I'm going to first, but I, I want to ask that I first. Bet you, I think there I bet probably you there is. is you, there's got to mm, I don't know. I'd say no. These all, say no. Like private, say, these all seem like private relationships. You said yes, and I'll take no. 20 bucks. I'm not putting 20 on it. <laughs> I'm too cowardly for that bet. Such a great I don't know if we're probably biased generationally, but these theme songs were fantastic. They put a lot of work in these theme songs. But sometimes things get turned Maybe I'm just being biased to the eighties. I always I always doubted that second line, but that second line is drop kick your jacket. Is it not? Yes, it is. When you drop kick your jacket, and you came through the door, no one cares. That is like an unnecessary verb in that in that stanza for that song. You drop kick your jacket. Nobody does that. What kind of ass? I love this brass at the end. Here comes the brass. Come in the house. Love that brass. Oh man, that's very Randy Newman esque. I like that. Yes, it is. I would agree with that. Yeah. I, a little circus way, what Randy, 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 Randy Newman. Uh, with, with, with a little circus action, you know? He would have, Randy Newman would, would have been talking about the plight of the butler. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In, in, this, in this version, it's when the drop kick your jacket. When they came through the door, no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. You're just fucking drop kicking jackets. You're knocking shit off shelves, you know, breaking glasses. Let the fucking butler do it. Interesting. I actually, this, one of this my guys most... got nowhere to go. Where's he gonna live? He's in your house. You know how expensive <laughs> it is to find another house. This guy's screwed. Belvedere one, was fucked. One of my most listened to songs in 2021 was actually a Randy Newman song. Oh yeah, it was this one. The old Major League. Definitely associated with Major League, Scott. You're no doubt about that, but. It's a good song, though. I, I just listened to it, and I like listening to it. Oh, he's, I believe that Randy Newman's one of our greatest Amazing. living songwriters. E- easily. Absolutely right. Yeah, he's a goofball. Man's a, a treasure. He's easy to make fun of. He's been made fun I've seen him made fun of on Family Guy. Uh, a little bit harsh, I thought. Oh, but. yeah. That's because, family, that's because most people that write for Family Guy are like 12. Or they were 12 when Family Guy came out. They're like, you know, 22 now. And they don't Is that get true? It. I don't know anything about their writing staff. I feel They're like just, that's... They cycle, cycle them in and out, just like any other show. So the people writing for Family Guy now just think all this stuff, all this stuff is a joke. And Randy Newman is one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Well, he's up there do you think about Randy old, Newman? like over Gordon Lightfoot, in my opinion. Hey, that's ridiculous, but whatever. Uh, I, take I, am, him, I take him over Gordon Lightfoot. I would take I him mean, over Gordon Lightfoot. I can't do that. Life personally. Lightfoot's a treasure, and I understand. That's how much I like uh, Randy Newman. And 
That's that's because of Matt and Scott. Matt Lewis and Scott turned me on to Randy Newman. 66% of podcasters agree Randy Newman. <laughs> what about you out there? Randy Newman or Gordon Lightfoot? Let us know. Uh, is it safe pod at gmail.com? All the hard-hitting topics you tune in for. <laughs> exactly, could, that's right. Could, could be hard-hitting if, if we get into the, get into the lyrics. <laughs> it could, yeah. Actually, Gord, I watched Gord's documentary uh, the weekend before last. Uh, really enjoyed it. He's become skeletal. I feel bad for him. He looks nothing like his previous life. He's become a... A living simile of Skeletor. It's awful. I feel bad for the dude, but uh, he drank himself into a stupor. Survived it somehow, and he's still 80 years old, and he will be touring. In fact, I was looking up tickets before we do this podcast. He's coming to the Royal Oak Music Theater January 30th. Tickets are starting, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, it's all, like, seated version. I've never been to the Royal Oak Music Theater where they had seating because I've usually seen... Uh, bad religion or explosive of the sky. It's a pretty small venue for that, I feel like. Yeah, it is. It's definitely smaller, but the way they got it set up, it's jacking the ticket prices. Like right now, they're minimum like a hundred plus bucks. Wait a minute, so, who, who is this that we're talking about? Gordon. He's still alive. He's, he's alive still and he's alive and apparently. Dude, Jesus. so actually, I so saw he's the one that looks like Skeletor. Is that who you're talking about? That is correct. Oh, a God. few years I, ago, I saw Mike Nesmith, now deceased, uh, <laughs> my favorite my favorite monkey, who just died last week. That's right. At, yeah, that's Royal right. Oak, at Royal Oak Music Theater, and it was very under-attended. I was in, like, the seventh row. He put on a great show, but he was another one who was, you know, pushing 80 years old and uh, played at Royal Oak Music Theater for some reason. But Son was, of a bitch! It was sadly uh, underattended, which is wild because monkeys, idiots are like, it's like very a... fervent. It's a cult. It's a very tiny cult, probably made up mostly of seventy-five-year-olds. But it was good. <laughs> Wait for that secondary market to turn, Mike. It'll it'll be fine. You can probably get in for thirty-four dollars on the day of the show. Yay! That'd be wonderful, especially if the secondary market. It's paranoid from these COVID freakouts that are happening. But don't worry, Joseph Biden has addressed the nation. And he has a What's plan for us to get through. <laughs> Joseph Biden and Gordon Lightfoot, aesthetically. Wait. No, oh. <laughs> no yesterday, a, a good friend of mine sent me a side-by-side of Biden and Craig T. Nelson. He called him Craig T. Biden, and I laughed my ass off. It was really funny. Thank you, Steve, for that. That was really funny. All right, I'll say, I'll, I'm going to say this this one difference. Uh Gordon Lightfoot now. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He oh, looks you see like it? Yeah, he looks like uh he looks like a the ghost of an old prospector's caught in a human body. I know. And, and he's still <laughs> and there's still gold defined. Like he's oh got he's got some like drive in his eyes that he really wants to like go find that gold. He looks he's very not excited. Done. Joe Biden looks like uh looks like he he's struggling with like a calf cramp getting off a sofa or something <laughs> like all the fucking time. I, I don't want to use the old jokes. Like, Oh, it looks like he's taking his shit. It's not what it is. It's like, it's like everything hurts and you just see it on his face constantly. And then, uh, there's not enough Botox in the world to, uh, stop that from coming through. <laughs> Light, Lightfoot has not touched his face at all. It's very clear. Oh this hell guy, yeah, he's authentic. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, this guy, this guy could, this guy could find you some. He could find you some gold out in those hills, but right now he could if, fucking if, take. He could take you. He could be like, come follow me, and he would just you follow him, follow him. If if we exhume the corpse of of fucking uh, Carlin, like it'd probably look like Gordon Lightfoot. Wow, Carly, that's a good Carly cop. You're right. Yeah, the corpse, <laughs> the current corpse of Carlin. Kind of, yes, that's Gordo good. and the exhumed corpse of Carlin just walking hand in hand to the liquor store. Trust me, this is funnier. If you're not looking up the picture yet, please look up Gordon Lightfoot's current status and yeah. what he looks like. I know he scares his own grandkids. He has to terrify his grandkids. They got to be scared. I know he's a sweet, innocent man who's sober now. He, you know, he drank himself to death, but he lived and... Note to self. He didn't Remember, no matter how death, bad he... life gets, there is always beer. He drank himself into the ethereal plane. He's alive, 
but eternal now. <laughs> he's complete. He's he's pickled against reality. He's just yeah. Nothing. He's nothing a, can kill this man. He's a stop in the <gasps> petrified national forest in Arizona. <laughs> like when you see a picture of of uh, uh, Keith Richards, Keith Richards looks yeah. like looks like uh, he actually did live with the Crypt Keeper and is just keeping the Crypt Keeper drugged up. Whereas like Gordon Lightfoot's like, let's fucking get out there, buddy. We can do this. He's still got lot. He's still got life in his eyes. Keith he Richards. Does. He just Keith Richards has nothing but the eternal darkness of death in his eyes. But he's still around. He's still kicking. It's because yeah. of Satan. Hmm. Who wrote a memorable memoir? Yeah, well, it's the devil's. It's the devil's music. Are you shitting me? It's fucking Satan. I don't believe that for a minute. What's talking about Satan? What's talking about Satan? Hey, he looks like fucking. He looks like. Uh, What's his name? Johnny Appleseed in that pirate movie. Oh, yeah. His name is uh, John Depp. John Depp. Yes. I saw John Depp's latest commercial, by the way. It was really good for uh, Dior. He's playing guitar in the middle of the desert. It's awesome. Oh, my God. We saw that, too. What in the fuck is with all (laughs) these goddamn perfume and cologne ads on a Sunday morning? It's nuts. Okay, wait. I, uh, okay, Keith Richards is not not Satan. He doesn't have a deal with the devil because he doesn't look good enough to have a deal with the devil. But he does look like a man full of just pure, languid, just love and and <laughs> he just looks like he would he would hold you too much, you know, like he wants you to do stuff that you don't want to do. Oh boy! But it's not bad. Speaking not of bad. Dudes- he's not rapey. He's just kind of like, come on, man, just hug, just like lay down, just like. This is Gordon Lightfoot. When I see a picture of Gordon Lightfoot, this is what I think. Call nine one one. Exactly what I think right away. When I look, when I just do a cursory look at the twenty oldest living celebrities in twenty twenty one, they they all look alike, and it actually really doesn't matter if they're black or white. It's like, really? It's like Harry Belafonte. And Estelle Harris and Burt Bacharach and Sidney Poitier. And they're, they all just look exactly the same. Oh my Wait God. a minute. Christ didn't come to earth to give us the willies. He came to help us out. Is Sidney Poitier still alive? There's no way. I would say yes. What? Is he? I thought he died like 40 years ago. I believe he's yeah. alive. The Mandela effect, baby. I Where has he been? That is a Mandela effect one. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's God. here's a headline. Here's a here's a headline from 2012 um, from the reporters at The Onion. Uh, Keith Richards, housekeeper, has braced herself for finding dead body every morning since 1976. <laughs> <laughs> I said, coffee! That's Keith Richards in the morning. It's even funnier. I said, like, coffee! Every morning, Keith Richards, he can't even think. The first thing he says, I said, coffee! Like just the most angry coffee shout of all time. I love that coffee. Stephen McHattie? Oh, from uh, History of Violence? Oh. That coffee's from History of Violence. Is that Stephen McHattie? Stephen McHattie is is in History of Violence, yeah. Okay, then, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, We have two emails, by the way, we need to get to. Two today, guys, which is a record for our show. Oh, yeah, that's maybe exciting. One extra person. Woohoo! That's right. Of course, one of us from Danny, and the other one's from uh, a guy who was also previously emailed the show, Eric Branchum. Thank you so much. We're going to get to those momentarily. Uh, I wanted to mention I I watched this movie's been shit on really really bad, so I just wanted to get a quick take. I watched The Last Duel uh, last night. Ridley Scott's movie featuring Adam Driver, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck has been universally shit on. And I actually thought uh, if you could just give up on the fact that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are trying to play Frenchmen from the 1300s with like, like it's a classic Hollywood thing where like they're attempting to do some type of accent, 
But, like, there's several scenes where it doesn't happen, and they just kind of mail it in. Kind of like Kevin Costner. He tries to do an accent at the beginning of Prince of Thieves, and then he just mails it in. Like, Who cares? tries to do I'm... an accent at the beginning of JFK, and, it does, and he mails it in? He can't even pull yeah. that off. He just fucking no, forgets the... about that shit. He should just be himself. You're right. But uh, the story... The story is woven with... It's from the 1300s, and they say based on true events from, like, 1386, okay? And yet, the story is so fresh and really filled with what... This could get dicey here, but, you know, woke culture, I guess. is I don't know how to describe it, because that's we know what woke culture means, right? And it's fascinating that they could take a story from 800 years ago, 700 years ago, and uh, it's so woke in its nature, so... It was really strange. I, I couldn't help but not think of that when I was watching the film. So, just want to share that if anybody else saw it. And they show Adam Driver earlier in the movie. He's hanging out. And Ben Affleck's Hall of Fame goatee and hair in this movie. It's so legendary. I love Ben Affleck. Mullet. Oh, that's Damon's got a mullet for sure. Damon's Wait, ben wearing the mullet. Ben Affleck has. Look up a picture of Ben Affleck Holy in this shit. movie, guys. It's right, hilarious. You can't take it seriously. I, I know Ben Affleck's like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. And I kind of respect that. I actually totally respect that. But this look in this movie is priceless. It's so funny. What the and- f- what? <laughs> He has got blonde hair and a goatee. Not even a, a goatee. A bright blonde, like the chin tee. you got to be yeah. fucking kidding. What the? F- All right. I just also read that they wrote this together. Him and Matt. So... Oh no! The last one they wrote together was fucking Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> now they're from, doing this. They went from Goodwill Hunting to this. Oh, there's a lot that happened in that Jesus period that you're skipping Christ. over. <laughs> anyway, no, right, writing wise, together as like a writing team. Uh, I don't yeah. think they've. Written you are shit. Yeah. I was thinking, like, what the hell was their little, their, you know, their team called twenty years ago? Oh, and I thought it was Project Greenlight, and then yeah. I typed it in, and it, it is, but that's also this like surveillance fucking initiative in Detroit. Oh, in Detroit, yeah. And I'm like, right. I was yeah. getting, I was getting my wires crossed, but it turns out <laughs> that they're both the same fucking thing. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if Detroit's Project Greenlight initiative uh, took its cue from Damon, the writing, the towering writing duo that is Damon. That's Dan the man just saying that, you know, Project Greenlight means you're fucking greenlighting every goddamn bit of surveillance around here, and you are fucking, you're so fucked. Too many cooks. They have like no cops and they have nothing but cameras down there. And then they have these fucking securitas uh, psychopaths just driving around uh, with fucking weapons. It's not a good situation. Anyways, yeah. yeah so so. Uh, Damon yeah. and Affleck uh, wrote this. Fuck ancient <laughs> Egypt. Dude, Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott is, I don't know, is he on too much ambient? What the fuck has been going on with his head? For the, he's just Blade Runner. What the fuck happened to his head? His ego's so full now, man. I mean, it's just it's full full bore idiot. at the front of all decisions, and there's no stopping him at all. Prometheus. I, hate, I fucking uh, hate everything he's done in the last dude in the last like twenty years. What has he done that's good? Well, even Gladiator. I love that as a nineteen-year-old. I did like the Martian. Did you guys see the Martian? Yeah, he did the Martian. It's all right. I gotta give that one credit. I thought it was okay. pretty solid. I can't really. Yeah, it wasn't like, a terrible movie at all. That's like a that's like a movie by numbers. You know, you just follow the book. Uh, okay. Well, that's fair too. All right, so, but I'm not saying it's not shit. So you're looking. Let's look at this. Not so shit. you're right. It's not shit. It's actually. Uh, he's got a. Uh, he he had, he went big this year. So the last duel and House of Gucci is coming out. That has Lady Gaga in it, and there's a lot of talk mm-hmm. about that. Gaga. Yeah, good guy. Uh, all the money in the world that we all know that movie for one reason, don't we? Ugh. Another yeah, exactly. Canceled, another canceled actor, yeah. Exactly. That's Spacey Kevin Spacey. Out, yeah. uh, Alien Covenant. I never saw it. I don't care. Garbage. Exodus. Absolute gods garbage. and Kings. Exodus. Gods and Kings was a colossal failure. He's making some of the biggest colossal failures of the last ten years. And only somebody as good as him could make a failure that colossal. Only somebody oh, ancient Egypt. Is it like, actually this God of the Kings about Egypt? 
Dude, Fuck only ancient that Egypt that is at his status could actually flop a movie that fucking hard. I agree. O- yes. Only somebody yep. that at that fucking level. Way too much. Holy rope. shit. Yeah, he's given a ton and of did, room. And he did it with uh, what was the Knights Templar movie? Um, oh yeah, uh, the video game, uh, Assassin's Creed. No, he didn't do that. It was the. Oh, you mean the Dan Brown book? No, 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 no. He didn't. Well, what the either. fuck? No, Those that was nice Templar that's Ron Howard. That's not Ron Howard. He did the the Crusader movie. It wasn't it wasn't Knights Templar. Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah, it was like garbage because it's just it's like you know, he never wants to get into like, oh, I don't want to be a part of like the speculative like interesting part of this. I just want to tell ancient Egypt. I just want to tell the tale of a bunch of fucking psychopaths on horseback who just murder everybody. <laughs> That's who Matt Damon is in this movie, by the way. He's a psycho. He's a mercenary for the finest of the king's army. So lame, the king's army. Yeah, see, that's another. God damn it. What has happened to cinema? It's fucking gone. I I mean, they tried to capitalize on Game of Thrones here a little bit, maybe. They're like, oh, people like Game of Thrones. They're going to love The Last Duel. That's not what happened. I think what happens also is that people like Ridley Scott get this wide leash, this long, long leash. They can do what they want, but they're the worst people to do it because Because I want to fit in their time has come and gone. His his peak is 40 years ago. (laughs) This motherfucker is gone. And, you know, I've I definitely like sympathize with the fact that he lost his brother because his brother was probably the better, better director in general, especially Tony's guy. Like, yeah, when it comes to subgenre films. Maybe that maybe that just permanently tanked his uh, ability to like think creatively or whatever, but he's still doing the work. I feel like he needs to fucking ship this stuff off to somebody else. He needs to sub it out to a better director. He needs to say, like, well, All right, listen, kid, you've got the same fire in your belly that I used to. I'm dead inside. I can't make movies anymore. That's what he needs to admit, but he can't. Well, in another crass ageism diatribe, let me ask you, how old do you think Ridley Scott is? <laughs> how old do you uh, think seven, Ridley? 74. 78. 84. Yeah, see, there you go. He's I'm, like Eastwood. I'm even, I'm even more. Uh, and, <laughs> I'm even Eastwood's more 92. <laughs> yeah. The older he gets, the more we hate him. That's the stance of the. Is no, 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 no. Like Mike said, Mike said it, this shit is uh, ego related. Look at this. Uh, House of Gucci, uh, the the Getty the Getty Museum guy. Uh, these are all like. The counselor these, was a massive flop. These types of movies where the the actual, like actually. the director is making a movie about himself. I mean that that is the feeling I get often when I see these types of things. He needs a reality check big time. I, I don't understand this last duel thing, man. This is like, this just looks so <laughs> weird. It's, it's, it's long, too. It's it, over two and a half hours easy. It's almost like 240, obviously, 245. You sat through that whole thing? I truly did, yeah. I will. The ends with the hell of a battle scene. There is an actual last duel, a jousting match, which is actually well done, but that's the only part of the movie that's like, wow, that was cool, and then that's it, so... Does it have very kind of like uh, like sparkly fucking interactions, you know, like very like aggressive, uh, you know, kind of physical bouts? That's his whole thing. It's like when the two jousts hit each other, they explode. Okay, I didn't know that. That's what he does. It's gladiator-esque a bit. I'll yeah. say that. And, you know, if you've seen gladiator, the way they do the fight scenes in the, in the Coliseum. This movie looks so bad. I well, if if you need some comic relief, click through on that link of Ben Affleck smoking. Remember the Ben Affleck smoking meme? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. click. I, I I link that out there. Just just click that off on the side and you get a couple laughs. I'm not arguing that with you. <laughs> All right. Well, I just wanted to bring that up. Yes. Yeah, who cares? Don't yes. watch the movie. It's a piece of shit. All right. So let's get to the emails here. We got two emails. We got two. Uh, we'll start with Danny, of course, because Danny always has seniority here. Danny is our uh, resident. Uh, what is he? Resident what? What is he? Our he's the best boy. He's the best, best boy. boy. Oh, right. He's the best boy. Yes. <laughs> he's our best boy. He always gives it everything he's got. Great job. All right. Uh, favorite emoji, he says, is the thunder or the lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. That was his. Oh, yes. All right. Sorry, Scott. I've yeah, never Scott, used that. Uh, Wait a minute. 
Danny needs to uh, illuminate for us, uh, or at least edify us, as to what context he can pull that one off without looking like a complete douchebag. Just looking like some metalhead, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> wait, like in what way could I send that to you guys and be like, dude, check this out. It's just like a lightning bolt. You'd be like, oh, shut the fuck up. I well, think fire... I'm excited. I'm like, Jojo, the idiot circus boy yeah. with a pretty new pet. <laughs> fire works better than the lightning bolt, in my humble opinion. I just wouldn't be able to pull any of that shit off. I'm aware of uh, yeah. I'm aware Pistons of having yes, Pistons having the worst record in the league makes me feel it a word. Oh, this is a tough one. Oh, hmm. Paolo, uh, Duke power forward, the guy who plays at Duke right now, the freshman. Paolo, do you know his last name, Scott? Paolo? No. You know what I'm talking about here? This is a tough one for me. Even me, I'm challenged. Uh, I don't know. I, I've read the name once or twice, and I don't know how to pronounce it. So, But that's his uh, summation of the Pistons in a word. Hopefully, they'll be getting Duke forward, the one and done, Mr. Paolo? Danny, we we don't hold a candle to your nuclear oh, basketball nerdism, right? It's yeah. Paulo. It, his first name is Paulo. It's easy now, Paulo Banchero. But he used his first name. Paulo Banchero is an Italian American basketball player, Luke. So. Okay. I generally think anyone that goes to Duke is Satan, so I'd be against that. I agree. Also, I, also I mean, we uh, pronunciation was the only the only exception, Scott. In my opinion is Grant Hill. Grant yeah. Hill. Yeah. Okay. I'll, the only I'll, exception. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> Christian Leitner was a piston. That sucked. Uh, Luke Kennard, they drafted him. I never liked him either. So, yeah, I agree. Christian Leitner, I was just watching I was watching these highlights. I've been getting into these, like, crazy highlight um, rabbit holes on YouTube where they talk Hoo-ha! about, like, the fucking best, just the best NBA guy at whatever position. It's actually really fun. And they were talking about Barkley and they were going into, they were going into like the dream team. And it was like, I forgot Christian Leitner was on the fucking dream team. No, Isaiah Thomas. That was a big sore spot for a lot of local people here. That was just so weird to me seeing that fucking goofy ass head. And then realizing that we lost what Carmelo is that who we lost? Was that the one? We could have had Carmelo, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, any of those guys. <laughs> Can you fucking? Yeah, it's a real laugher. Shit? It's a real laugher. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, next one. Favorite Christmas gift for Danny. By the way, we did this last week. If you missed last week's show, Danny sent us an email. We answered all these questions, and now he's returning the favor. My wife got me a record player for Christmas in 2017, along with Zeppelin Four physical graffiti Battle yeah. of Los Angeles. God and damn. many others on vinyl. Oh, yes. Danny's Dude. cock must be nine and a half inches long. Yeah, he's Middle definitely throwing around that lightning emoji a lot that's after just, that. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the cover of, yes. of the stone sticky fingers plus three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a uh, lot, Danny, that's a lot of man right there. Danny's cock is the reason Alaska never goes dark. <laughs> We got a moron here. You keep you keep the lights on for six months with that lightning bolt. Yeah, that, uh, that turbine. Uh, the, yeah, the better the better Godfather is the first one in his opinion, and crypto. Fair. Crypto is the future, baby, with an exclamation point. So there you go. Dude, I, I love Just been, I love the gung ho crypto guys. I gotta I gotta. Say, I know, dude. I, I don't you have fucking take last week, Luke, because I'm like sitting there, I'm like. Because I fucking, I'm in now. So as, if you're in and it's fucking plummeting, the dumbest thing you can do is get out. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what a lot of these fucking dingleberries and these head fund assholes, you know, that put in like 500 milli or whatever, like right before it started tanking. <laughs> it's like, yep. I, now, now I'm fucking in. You know, I, I just, it's either like, am I in or am I out? And right now I'm, I'm unfortunately in. And it's just been like petering at whatever. 3,800, 3,900. Dude, it's a fucking yo-yo. You gotta, you gotta stay on that ride. Let it fucking roll. And, and some if, asshole if like me, right. I don't, I don't have the fucking like. If Danny money is right, fortitude to stay in. Stay the whoopsie daisy. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. It's just like the stock market, right? You put your money in, it goes yeah. down, but you don't lose your money until you pull out. So exactly, you just stay in. 
but it's much more volatile. He's. I think that's a point Scott's making is it's a lot more volatile in a 24-hour period, and it can really freak you out if you focus in on it. Yeah, that's why you don't look at that shit. And just, I, don't I agree. Have a, I don't have a full-time job. I don't have a full-time job, too. Exactly. <laughs> There's also that, too. He's kind of, you know, he's living on the edge here. So I get it. I, I've looked a lot less. I've really trained myself to just, I tune out and I pop in here and there and not look at it daily, especially when it's shit. So let me but help you. Could you miss opportunities. I think, I think something's happening, Mike. We're like, we're the, the fucking like dollar menu assholes. Like, I mean, let's face it, like us, like we're yes. we're we're ordering like the cheeseburger at McDonald's. I think we're being challenged. They're like, hey, asshole, it's going to fluctuate between like six hundred dollars lower than you bought in. For yes. And yes! one hundred dollars lower than you bought in for. And let's see how fucking long you can tread water. And eventually, yes, your ass is going to just you're going to be Jack in the in Titanic. And we're just going to watch saying. you fade to the bottom of the fucking ocean never, and that's never what forget it is me. yeah but basically they're sticking their foot on your face they're crushing your windpipe and saying how long you can hold out and i'm i'm saying hey bring it on motherfucker i've been training yeah. for this for years and i'm into it but yes it is a challenge and right now it's for the heart of the yeah. future of opportunities for the little guy and the big guy to crush us forever here we're really we're really I at a point that. right now i really fucking feel that way i we're do getting, too we're getting choked out like very slowly it's a very just light grip on the neck but if you know a lot of people are gonna fucking fade out and i'm with you i just i am almost more stubbornly and maybe this is a stupid take i'm more stubbornly into it right now i'm like fuck you i'm gonna i yes. will survive this shit because <laughs> yes. you know, we're so gonna proud of you right now they're Listen, gonna it doesn't, it's people gonna like us are gonna burn out and then it's gonna fucking it's gonna the second that idiots like us start start to burn out, it's gonna skyrocket. And my yeah. Ethereum is gonna be, yeah, just fourteen thou a coin over the course of two months. Which would be amazing. Actually, I would I would love that if that happened for And then wow, and then I could maybe like actually start paying my student loans. Imagine that kind of shit. Uh, fuck the bozos. Don't fucking dare, right, man. Dare give that money back to those fucking assholes. Never I love it. That. Scott, I'm loving the passion, the intensity, and the resolve you're showing. There is Absolutely. no soul. There's no soul within financial realm at all. There's never a soul within there. But there's a battle for, you know, supremacy and power, and a power share is at play here. And I truly, truly saw this a couple of months ago myself. So I'm glad that you see it that way. Actually, validates I, what I was yeah. thinking, too. So it's good to know that. I know, dude. We should continue to fucking jockey for position as the little two-inch peckerheads on the outside <laughs> of the track. As long as we're in the race, man, like, let's just take that eighth track and just be the rat bastards of cryptocurrency. I'm hanging in there. I'm with you. I love it. Let's do it. How <laughs> dare you, right. sir? <laughs> you and I, arm in arm, into the fucking darkness, my friend. That's right, yes. And then we'll be left holding the bag. So. I don't want to derail us at all, uh, but I do want to. I do want to just put a... Anyhow, uh, uh, yeah, here it woke... is, the damper. Come on, damper no, no. us. It's okay. No, Scott woke up from a nap. Does he not look like a sexy librarian to you? <laughs> like, the, <laughs> like the male version of a sexy librarian? <laughs> yeah, he really does. I can see that. Hell he does yes. look like that. Oh looks like he has the, the like the ropes, the threads on his glasses, so he yes. can pull them down and they would hang from his ears. Yeah. Oh, my God. I yes. did pay $149 on Warby Parker for these glasses. So. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> I know I sprung. I do that. Hey, I didn't, get, I didn't get the. I didn't get the sexy. Actually, I think I did get the sexy, thin lenses because my you fucking prescriptions. Are you, are like you kidding? I'll, negative I'll tell eight. You what, I will tell you what sexy level you got, and those are high level sexy. Thanks, dude. You high should see them in person. They're they're even better in person. Well, get your ass since, over here. Since crypto has been. Since crypto's <laughs> since crypto's been tanking, I haven't been wearing my daily use contacts. They're like they're like a dollar seventy five a, a day. You know? <laughs> uh, also, Danny closed out his email with ten lightning bolts emojis. So just letting you know. That's sweet. Yeah. I no, no uh, like you you have to have something that's lightning. I I just have nothing that's lightning to say to anybody. So. I will never pull that off, but I do like that emoji. I didn't fuck you. All right. So next you. one's from Eric. Eric Branchup says, bring it, baby. 
What gentlemen, what the fuck are NFTs? Love God the show. Damn. No. E. No, Albert Banson. No. That is all he had. Uh, he doesn't Come know on. what they are, and he wants us to explain NFTs to him. I don't know if we can do that for you, frankly. I don't know that I we think are. NFT the... stands for not fucking talking about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't. It's I don't a... know. Even actually, I don't know what, uh, what are they. Legit asking us what it is. I, well, here's what I don't understand. So he is. All right. If he's asking a real question, it's a non-fungible token, which means it is something that cannot be, it has no uh, reciprocal value in the market. So it is unique in and of itself. That said, I don't understand how all of these, all of these like cultural productions can be NFTs. I don't understand how somebody creating a digital uh, portrait, for instance, sells for $40 million. I, I don't get that whatsoever. But on the most base level, it's a non-fungible token, which means it is a unique uh, artistic product. And the only reason it needs to be defined that way is because it's digital. Because you have to give it an additional definition because there is no way that anything digital is unique. You could recreate it easily by stealing the file, by downloading it to a USB, by recreating it somewhere else. Living in America. So I, I'm still baffled. <laughs> nothing wrong. By how there's money to be made there. I'm still baffled as to how it actually works, how you, how you specifically secure the, I don't know, the domain rights or the, the rights to the art itself. I mean, some dipshit spent $40 million on a fucking piece of digitized art, which is ridiculous. I, and I don't get it. We, we talked about this before. Maybe maybe we just actually, it's, it's not that confusing. And that's the entire explanation of it. And it's just about scarcity. It's just about authenticating one digital piece of art. Or I, I saw something that you know like a tweet was sold like the original tweet was sold as an nft for whatever million so no that's that's a good question right or that's that's a good point what on the fuck like it's like it can't be recreated it can't be recreated as a vinyl yeah yeah as a vinyl collector it's like if if a band pressed one like special copy of a record and although that's tangible it's the same idea that this is the one and you have it and you paid seven million dollars for it and it is we it is authenticatable to use a fake word you know like we can authenticate this shit and see that this is the one i don't know if you can trade it can you do people sell do they buy an nft for two million dollars and then sell it to a more interested party for six million dollars. I'd imagine you can do that. Oh, for of course. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. You own Absolutely. it. You can do whatever you want sure. with it. Show. So it's actually just, a, John, it's just another John, fucking market. It's like crypto. I don't know why it's much. I mean, it's a lot different from crypto, but it, like no, in, on you. premise, it's kind of like similar. It's just this fucking hypothetical thing, but it's actually real. And you, you know, like you can sell highlights sports highlights as an nft something easily yep. googleable someone has like an original you know <laughs> like it's like master tapes it's like selling the master tape of your favorite athlete's best play and you have the one and you pay two and a half million dollars for it it's just a, have, it's a scarcity thing it's you have manufactured nailed, fucking scarcity you've nailed the analogy i I had not thought about this way. The perfect example is a, a tape or a, a record. People hear it. And so that means, technically speaking, there are billions of copies of it out there because people have heard it, you know, and it's copied in their head. But there's only one for you could take that mm -hmm. to another level and say, like, all right, people are copying the tape, copying the tape, copying the tape, you know, the record, et cetera. And it goes on and on and on that way. But I think it actually makes more sense thinking of it like it's it's in the ether. You know, everybody on their 
uh, everyone on digital devices, whatever, something that comes out of like Twitter, it's coming out of their like servers. It has a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody could see it, but there's still only one version of it. That's true. It's this really fucking. And that is the record. That's the record. N- you know, the record nebulous, comes out. Yeah. Everyone hears it. Those aren't real. What you it's hear in your head isn't real. Really nebulous way of capturing like electronic source material or some shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this thing, and this is the source of it, and so I'm gonna sell you that. It's like yeah, exactly. It's like selling the master tapes, but the only analogs we have to even the only language we have is to use like analog shit like physical tangible it's like we're gonna start you know horror authors are gonna start writing books and then selling like books as nfts like hey you can buy this for five million dollars everyone else in the world is going to be able to read this novel but like you Mm -hmm. have the original nft of it like we're gonna start reading copies of nfts of like novels or some shit like that's where that's, we're going and that's it. interesting yeah <laughs> the end of the nft concept is one thing applied to a new environment when you consider the digital environment but there is no reason that can't just be like reapplied to every other piece of artistic any creation fucking, any, in the history yep, of artistic the world. commodity yeah. yep exactly yep 100 percent. so I don't know. Hopefully, Eric, that helps. Uh, that <laughs> helps right. with something. I, I mean, I don't really know for sure. Faux expertise. I, I have tried. I just think people that explain it are bad at explaining it. I don't feel like it's that hard of a concept to figure out. I just feel like no one explains it very well. But I think uh, I don't. Well, I, I, I don't feel like it, like it. I don't feel like I can explain it. But you know, that one is long gone. I go quickly. I do know that. It was a long fly by Nick Castellanos. There's a deep drive in the left field. It'll be a home run. <laughs> oh, I God. Kind of, that... kind of want, I want that for my own entertainment. We can do that off air. We don't have to get into that, but God damn, that's still good. And I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not on the socials. So I don't, I didn't get blown out with that deep drive Nick Castellanos meme. It didn't like, it's something yep. I have to seek out. Oh, uh, yeah. On Twitter, it's a common thing now that anybody who makes a serious point or sounds like they're whining, somebody jumps in with that and then they go right to it. <laughs> Someone the, jumps in like they faux are like understanding the point. Yes. They, the first half of the tweet is like some fake, heartfelt response to it. And then it says, and <laughs> drive on which is actually exactly, good. That's, actually, yeah. that's, that's one of the funnier. Yeah, it's one of the funnier jokes. No way. It is. I agree. Uh, okay. I wanted to do it. Uh, you guys could talk for a little bit longer here, but uh, I got some shit to do. I know. Wait, I got some shit. What kind of shit I'm, do you have to do? I'm working on it right now. In fact, I've been distracted for the last 10 minutes. So. That's awesome. Uh, but hey, like, at least we like did a show. It's perfect. Like to know, like to know you're locked yeah. in. It's not like we just got here. It's 52 minutes in. This is a solid show. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, that's for the uh, audience to determine. <laughs> I think they have determined that. Yeah. yeah determined that they don't want to listen. Well, Son make your final bitch. points then. Say whatever you want. Final points. Yeah. Take us yeah. out, dude. This is the end of 2021. What are we What are we going out with? Randy and Newman? What are this we? Is oh, like, yeah. Guys, this, is our, this is our, this is our Red last next. song of the year. Go out Red with Rednecks. <laughs> yeah. Rednecks. Fucking do it. Yeah, what's Rednecks? You don't know that song? Well, I guess not. By Randy, Randy Newman. Oh, Randy, Newman. Is, yeah. Randy Newman is a, a, a bold an NFT, man. So talks about real shit. Okay, this is it then. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody! It's a safe pot at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to this this year. For those of you that did, the hardcore listeners like Eric, Eric, Danny. Thank you, guys. New listeners of 2022, we look forward to getting to know you. Love you. So I went to the park and I took some paper along. And that's where I made this song. We talk real funny down here. We drink too much and we laugh too loud. We're too dumb to make you no know, noise.